Tonight I want to say some words about um, the importance of prayer in this season of Lent. So, you know, there are these three remedies for sin given to us in Lent, prayer, fasting and almsgiving. So tonight I want to talk about prayer. So in Lent, we go in with Jesus into the desert to be with him, he who for 40 days was fasting and praying. And Lent is a preparation for Easter. Lent is so that when Easter comes, that the new man might be manifested, that the old man of sin um, has been put to death. Lent's therefore about a, a transformation, a change from the old man to the new man. But there's a risk when I say that, that we think of this transformation as being about willpower, being about what I'm going to do. I see that this is wrong in me and I'm going to change it. I decide I'm going to be this different person, this better person. But that would be a bit like um, dieting rather than fasting. You know, dieting is a, a good thing, but it's not a Christian thing. That the transformation, the change that we're talking about in this season isn't a change about my willpower, but rather a change caused by him being active in me, him being the one transforming me. And that means it requires prayer, prayer so that it's him, not me. Now we live in, a, in our modern world in a, a busy, noisy world. A world where there isn't much prayer, where there isn't much peace. We live in a world full of distractions, whether it's the TV or your mobile phone or whatever else. All kinds of commentators talk about the lack of peace, about the damage being done even to the brain by these endless distractions coming upon us. And lots of people, in a sense, see the problem with all these distractions but don't really see what to do. Well, to find peace amidst this noisy world, to find that peace, we need not so much to be seeking to remove the causes of noise, but rather to find that thing that gives peace. To, to look beyond to what gives us peace, to look beyond to him. Not a thing, but a, a person that gives us peace. And that looking beyond is prayer. The prayers, I'm sure many of you know, prayer is defined as the raising of the heart and mind to God. To gaze on him who transforms me. That even at a human level, lots of us can think of the experience about how seeing certain things has an effect on us, a change on us. If you go on holiday to a beautiful mountain place and you gaze on the mountain and among mountains, the beauty that you see can awe you, can change you, have an effect on you. You go down to Hengsbury Head and gaze out at the sea. 
Seeing the sea in all its wonder has an effect on us. But to gaze on him, to orient ourselves back to him, means I'm orienting myself to him who I've come from and who I'm supposed to be going back to. And that gaze, therefore, that peace, isn't just about a stillness that's an emptiness. Rather, it's about a fullness. It's a peace that doesn't come from the absence of something, but rather a peace that comes from the, the presence of something, the presence of the one thing necessary, as Jesus calls himself. The prayer is about encountering the Lord, being with the Lord. And it's why in this season, above all, we need to be sure that we're giving him the time that he deserves in prayer. That we're giving him the quality he deserves, to not just have random moments when we look to him, but have times when we put quality time aside to be with him. And to have regularity in our prayer. That the things that are important to us, we, we find the time to do on a regular basis. And prayer should be that, and especially in this season. Now let me in particular commend to you the importance of coming to the Lord in the tabernacle. There's a beautiful thing for me over the three and a half years I've been here, to come in during the week and I see at random times random parishioners in here alone with the Lord. But here in the church, the Lord is present. Present here in the tabernacle, present here in the Blessed Sacrament so that he can be close to us and we can be close to him. And it means it's, it's a great thing if in your weekly routines, when you're planning your trips to Sainsbury's or Lidl or Tesco's, to factor in, into your routine, stopping by the church to pay a visit, to come to the Lord. And in particular, this, you know, this Friday night to Saturday night, we're having again this 24 hours adoration, this chance to be with the Lord in a particular way, when he won't just be present in the tabernacle, but he'll be exposed for view on the altar, so that we can gaze upon him. Even though he looks like bread, it's him, that we can come here and look to him, look at him. And the saints, the teaching of the church, tell us that there are very precious graces available at that time. So, if you possibly can, do come. Now, a final word about the importance of prayer during Lent. That in Lent, it can be hard to carry our cross, hard to carry our Lenten crosses, that extra thing we're doing. And if we carry our cross alone, it will feel miserable. It is truly miserable and hard to carry it alone. 
But it's been 11 days now since I had chocolate. And, you know, I am counting. Can I make it the next 30? No, what is it? Actually, I'm not counting how many are left. But anyway, um, it's hard. If we do it alone, it is hard. But if we do it in prayer, it becomes something else. That each time I'm going without, I'm remembering to look to him. Each time I'm going without, I'm thinking of him. Each time I'm going without, I have a moment of union with him. And so that therefore I have spiritual joy even while I'm lacking physical pleasure. So to come back to that scene in the Gospel, Peter, James and John, they gazed upon the Lord there on the mountaintop. Peter, James, and John had a precious moment of prayer that was given to them to strengthen them through the horror of the crucifixion that lay ahead. And for us, prayer in Lent is part of this triple package that transforms us in this season. So let us too gaze upon the Lord.